Bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials. Here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Hey guys, welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's Self Love Quickie is something that I know (laughs) affects me at times and I'm sure can affect many of us at different times uh, of the year and also depending on the season or whether it's holiday time or whether you're full on in life, work or business. It's eight things you ought to know about concentrating without brain fog. (laughs) And if this lights you up, then I can promise you these are some of the tips that I have used for myself to get through times when I feel really probably overwhelmed, cluttered, where I can't think straight or clear. And we all know that stress is just a distorted relationship with time. And therefore, I thought this might be quite helpful at this time of year to really think about what can you do to concentrate better and do it without that brain fog? Well, sometimes I think you'll find that it's also easily Uh, easy to get distracted from the tasks at hand. And when you don't want to do the task at hand, how much more applicable it is when somebody offers you that distraction, or in my case, a bright, shiny object, anything to get me away from doing the task at hand. But we know that concentration is said to truly drive intelligence. It is not a memory, but more the person's ability to control one's selective attention. So how do we become more selective and what happens to the brain when we need to concentrate? You know, when you decide that you need to get focused and to do something, your brain will have a blood rush to the prefrontal cortex. It's almost like a neurological switchboard that tells the brain to shift its attention and concentrate. The next phase is what we know as an electrical impulse in two parts. First, there is a search query where the brain uh, searches for the right neurons to do the task. And second, there is the command where the neuron is told what to do, i.e. focus on writing or reading or listening or doing what it is that you want to do. If there are a lot of chemicals in the environment or we're lathered in chemically laden personal care products, makeup, deodorants, shampoos, body lotions, air fresheners, or anything that's around us in our environment, let alone what we eat, this can have a major effect on our concentration abilities. 
Chemicals will enter into our bloodstream when things are placed on the skin and through the digestive system, and many cross the blood-brain barrier when inhaled. Now, this can create such a load on the detoxifying processes of the body that we're left feeling exhausted, distracted, lethargic, or foggy. Add to that distractions like Facebook, Instagram, email notifications, phone calls, children, partners, boredom, particular noise and the mind mind disengages, and then we know that the focus is lost. Then once the distraction is over or we need to get focused again, in order to get back into a concentrated state, the brain has to go through the above steps again in this organized matter which gives less kudos to the idea of being able to multitask. Perhaps then it's more than likely there really is no such thing. So here's what I suggest are eight ways to stay focused and on track. Number one, let's just focus on working at one thing at a time. I know it's never easy to swap and change or do a multitude of things all at once. In fact, it's been proven that the more you are in that scattered state, the less you achieve and the more frustration can occur. So put simply, focus on one thing at a time. Write a list if that helps, and then one by one, get through that list. The more we switch our attention and focus, the harder the brain has to work. Number two, eliminate distractions. If you really do need to get some work done or do something that's really important to you, it's a good idea to turn off technology notifications. You know it too well, like I do. It's addictive. And the minute we hear a tweet, a Facebook notification, Instagram notification, email or text, it is really easy to lose our attention and turn our focus elsewhere. The reality, as mentioned already, is it's incredibly taxing on the brain and can cause more stress and take tasks even longer. Number three, Eliminate toxins and spritz with essential oils. You've got it. You know me when it comes to these things, but get rid of anything in your home that is a chemical concoction. If you use synthetic synthetic fragrances, air fresheners, or plugins, you really are taxing your hormonal and detoxification systems. Check all the ingredients in your bathroom and laundry cupboards. Go as natural as possible. There are so many wonderful, clean, natural companies with an array of products that will serve you and your family and not harm you. This alone may improve your ability to concentrate. Brain fog can just lift by focusing on this one area alone for very many people. And also, the use of essential oils to get focused is phenomenal. These incredible tools are one of the quickest ways to access the brain as they cross the blood-brain barrier almost immediately. Choosing high-grade quality therapeutic oils that will stimulate, freshen, and activate the mind are really powerful. Simply fill a 50ml glass spritzer bottle with water and add four to six drops of your chosen oils, or it could be a synergy blend that you really like. Activating oils like rosemary, lemon, basil, black pepper, lime, myrtle, spearmint, and grapefruit, to name a few, are fantastic blends or oils that you could create a blend with. I also have created two synergy blends in the 28 range. One is called Focus and Clarity, and the other is Energy and Vitality. The act of closing your eyes, taking a deep breath as you spritz, will help anchor the mind, get focused, and remove brain fog. You can also use them in your diffuser next to your desk or wherever it is that you're working to help your ability to concentrate too. Number four, this is a biggie, declutter. 
It is well known that the more clutter around you, the least effective you are. The same is true if your diary is cluttered, your email inbox is cluttered, your kitchen or pantry is cluttered. Clear your desk at least once a week to find your happy place. Complete your tasks so that you don't feel as though the buildup of what needs to be done is clutter. And if you do not complete certain tasks, just add them to your list for the following week. That way, the brain knows it's there and will not keep coming up in your mind as a reminder so that you don't forget. Number five, I've mentioned it briefly, make lists. Making lists allows the brain to give it up. It now knows the task is either taken care of or at least acknowledged. When we worry, we forget something or that we're concerned that we might not remember something or we have so much going on in our minds that it's hard to remember whether you've completed it or not. This in turn can cause massive stress. So making lists also means you get to tick them off as your accomplishment. And that satisfaction alone is really, really huge. Number six, get moving. Moving your body creates an energy like no other. The release of dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins during exercise and movement gives us a good sense of self, improved energy, and an increased state of happiness and joy. It is thanks to exercising and moving that beautiful body of yours that the brain is able to create new neurons to store information more easily. Number seven, get clear. Know what it is that you're trying to achieve or do. Even if you're not sure how it will happen, at least give your brain a clear indication of what you're wanting to get done or how you intend to spend your time getting there. Saying things like this can be helpful. I'm now writing my assignment and spending the next 90 minutes focused and attentive to the outcome of at least a thousand words. It gives clarity on the task at hand a goal and an idea of what you want to achieve so that you stay focused and on task. And if for some reason you do not achieve it, then hopefully you have allowed time to put it in the next block of allocated time so that you are not stressed about it either. Simplifying what you need to do allows the brain to stay more focused and gives you a deadline on what you're wanting to achieve. So there you have it, eight amazing steps with the final one being train your mind. Like anything, you have to practice to get better. Training the mind is like training a muscle. Whilst we tend to have a plethora of things to focus on each day, the brain with all its so-called multitasking abilities is being trained to not focus. Practice being focused and attentive on one thing at a time. And I promise you, you will see your productivity increase tenfold. I know they're only short, sharp, simple, quick tips and ideas on how to create more ability to concentrate and get your tasks done. But I sincerely hope that this quickie allows you and reminds you of the importance of being really mindful around what it is you need to get done so that that real big sense of overwhelm does not fog you, clutter you, and make you feel like you're not achieving what it is you set out to do. Especially at this time of year, it's really important in the build-up to a break, a holiday, or anything where it requires your full focus and attention to even relax, it's really important that in your mind, body, heart, and soul, that you get all the jobs done before you allow yourself to rest. You know, there's that beautiful thought that by the time Christmas Day or a birthday or a function or some sort of vacation or rest happens, if you can get everything done before you go, there is a real beautiful ability to then fully switch off 
and then come back with renewed vigor and vim and feeling like you're ready to start afresh. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this week's self-love quickie. I really love bringing these to you. They're all my own personal reminders, and I sincerely hope you've taken something, some little gem in here that's going to get you through this really crazy season of festivity and make sure that you come out the other side feeling more inspired, fresh, alert, and willing and ready to take on a brand new year. Take care, guys. Be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.